The show you love with even more local news and more local reaction. The Mike Douglas Show. Now weekdays from 3 till 5 on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. And welcome to the Mike Douglas Show this Monday afternoon, April 4th, 2022, right here on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. And a tough, tough weekend, hasn't it? This is uh, one of those times when we have to... uh, steel ourselves and and buck up and when we have to face the challenges ahead of us with resolve and not give up and it's been a, a tragic weekend in in many many respects first of all let's get an update from our friend Josh Whitfield as you know Josh is our election specialist our political analyst here on the Mike Douglas show he is back in Ukraine and uh, on the ground, he reports by text, is still over there right now, reports by text, uh, tough weekend. They were shelled by Russians for over three hours yesterday, apparently. Uh, he's in the process of helping evacuate 12 children and five adults. Josh says they're all safe and uh, they're all heading west. And this is uh, sobering, he says, but the crimes we saw with our own eyes this time around will haunt my heart forever. He says, I don't know how I'll forgive Russia for this. I'm not even Ukrainian. He says, we're beat up badly, uh, meaning that they're just tired and and, uh, roughed up from the circumstances. And he says he has uh, quite a few unaccompanied minors that he's helping to get to uh, British authorities who are giving them refugee status in the United Kingdom. So there's our update from Josh Whitfield on the ground, boots on the ground in Ukraine, gives more credence to the fact that when we hear about war crimes occurring, uh, we uh, we have a witness over there who can attest to that. Just a reminder, today we're with you only for a short time. We'll be with you till 3.30 because that's when we go with Westwood 1 to the pregame for the NCAA Men's Basketball Championship. Coming out of the weekend, as you probably know, it will be number 8, North Carolina, taking on number 1, Kansas. Again, all that starts with the pregame at 3.30 right here on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. North Carolina, let's see, 29-9. Kansas, 33-6. I believe they're giving Kansas the edge, so uh, you can catch all the action right here on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. As you are also aware, another reason that we have somewhat of a sobering start to our week a, uh, a terrible shooting occurred yesterday in Sacramento. As you may have heard as well, an arrest has been made in connection with that shooting. Left people, uh, six people dead and 12 wounded. Police Chief Kathy Lester, and by the way, this is somewhat of a baptism in fire for her. She's been on the job for only, I think, two weeks as chief. Been with uh, the department uh, for uh, over 25 years. Uh, she says that 26-year-old Dondre Martin has been taken into custody on charges including assault with a firearm, 
SWAT members and detectives apparently served warrants at three other homes in the process. No other information being released at this time about the suspect or how he's involved in the shooting. Uh, family members uh, have identified two of their loved ones up there, and, and this is this is what I find extraordinary. The bodies, apparently, the dead bodies, lay on the streets covered for more than 18 hours yesterday. And I understand um, I've, I've been both a police officer and I've been a, a law enforcement chaplain as well. That's extraordinary uh, for the bodies to remain more than 18 hours. Coroner's officials removed uh, at least three of them about 8.30 p.m. last night. The shooting occurred after 2 a.m. Wednesday morning. Took place, by the way, around the 1000 block of K Street in Sacramento. There's a a few nightclubs in the area and a couple of landmarks like the Golden One Center, uh, where basketball is now played, and, of course, the state capitol itself, very close to the state capitol. Uh, The police chief saying that uh, they know that a large fight took place just prior to the shootings. As you know as well, they're uh, requesting anyone who has some possible video of that incident, uh, they're asked to contact Sacramento Police Department. And, of course, once we have something like this occur, the politicians come out with cries of gun violence. And as I encourage us all, if we're going to solve the problem, we need to call it what it is. It is not gun violence. It is people violence. It is humans being violent towards other humans. Humans killing other people. The guns are the tools in the hand of humans, in the hands of people. And I'm wondering if many of the politicians who will right away begin to cry gun violence, we have to do something. I wonder if they are aware that people were killing people long before guns were invented. Yes, they were. They were stoning people and stabbing people, beheading people. In fact, I think, if I remember correctly, the first... I think that we what we would call a gun using gunpowder was created in the what ninth or tenth centuries uh, by the Chinese. They uh, originally used bamboo or or metal shoots, so to speak, that held what we would call gunpowder, and uh, they would spew these lead balls at their opponents. And of course, that got refined during the Middle Ages where uh, those pellets could uh, pierce armor of the knights and such. So <clears throat> we uh, tend to forget as as a society that people have been killing people long before guns were involved. And if we're going to solve the problem, let's call it what it is. What is the, the problem is people killing people. Let's deal with the people issue. Chicago <clears throat> has some of the strictest gun restrictions around and really hasn't helped there. Uh, Chief uh, Police Chief Kathy Lester up in Sacramento, again reporting 18 people total were hit, six died, three men, three women 
uh, 12 wounded. And she uh, she said at a press conference she's really never seen this kind of a crime in her time in Sacramento. The scale of violence that just happened in our city is unprecedented during my 27 years here at the Sacramento Police Department. We are shocked and heartbroken by this tragedy. Absolutely. Fire Captain Keith Wade was on the scene while it was still active. He said it was like a, a war zone, and he described the triaging that must go on in real time when you arrive upon a scene like that. We had around 50 firefighters and command staff that um, responded with our brothers and sisters in law enforcement. And what's uh, very interesting is that uh, apparently the fire department had been involved in um, in a practice for a mass casualty event. This is interesting. Here's the captain again. I, I don't know if practicing ever really plays out the way that we experience it when, when it occurs. Well, it doesn't, uh, but we do practice because that does prepare us for the real thing. But he's right. Uh, when the real thing hits, there are always surprises. Lastly, uh, here's a comment from Sacramento County District Attorney Anne-Marie Schubert. Uh, I think she is a fine DA, by the way. She uh, says her office is ready to assist. Uh, here's uh, DA Schubert from earlier. We're working with law enforcement, SACPD, and others on this in this investigation, which is obviously um, confidential and also just active. Absolutely. So it'll be interesting uh, to see how this uh, plays out over time. Again, my encouragement to all is let's deal with the people problem here and quit trying to blame inanimate objects. Let me switch gears a bit here, talk about real estate very quickly. When it comes to selling your home, I've got to have an expert. And my go-to expert, a man named Dan Phipps. Good reasons right now to sell. Prices up, inventory low, future interest rates are uncertain. And, you know, maybe you have a growing family or you're working from your home. You just need more space. Well, call the agent I trust called Dan Phipps. Dan's proprietary marketing system guarantees multiple offers in 72 hours for full market value where Dan will sell it for free. In fact, his home selling program is designed to maximize your sales price. You're in complete control. No required costly repairs. No long-term contracts. No required costly repairs. I'll say that again. That's that's essential. You pick your move date, in fact, and, and Dan can even help you find a new home before you move. Carrie and Melissa and Merced tell us that due to some recent life changes, they need to sell in a hurry, but they also needed full value for their home. They heard about Dan Phipps and his program. They gave him the job day one. They say Dan launched into action. He sold their home in days, got them $30,000 more than the same house only a block away. So call Dan Phipps. Dan is the man I recommend, and I would hire to sell my own home. He's the only agent who guarantees multiple offers in 72 hours or it's sold free. Call Dan Phipps, 209-840-6378, or go to danphipps.com. That's Dan Phipps with three Ps, D-A-N-P-H-I-P-P-S.com. Mike Douglas Show will continue in three minutes here on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. The Mike Douglas Show, now weekdays from 3 till 5 on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. 
It's today's conversation for Stockton, Modesto, and beyond. beyond. Now, back to the Mike Douglas Show on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. And welcome to this special edition of the Mike Douglas Show today. Again, we're uh, going to be uh, going to the NCAA Men's Championship Basketball game uh, in about eight minutes or so right here on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Looking uh, forward to that. And uh, so uh, we'll we'll be... uh, We'll be leaving you in uh, in about eight minutes or so. I uh, want to thank you for hanging with us, though, and we want to talk uh, a bit about what happens behind the scenes. There are unsung heroes at work in incidents like this up in Sacramento. Again, this terrible shooting uh, Sunday morning, about a bit after uh, 2 o'clock in the morning, and uh, what... Uh, What we know is six people were killed. Two of them have been publicly identified at this point. One suspect has been arrested, although his involvement has not been detailed. And on top of that, we, we have to hear the deluge of the political rhetoric that comes from uh, politicians uh, at the time. Uh, President, again, uh, it is not gun violence. It is people-upon-people violence. They may be using a tool called a gun, but the guns do not commit violence in and of themselves. Uh, Joe Biden saying they're devastated by gun violence. So, uh, So many politicians now are calling for the ban of guns. Well, how about we ban the behavior that led to this? So we... uh, uh, again, I, I have um, I, I'm very disappointed in the way so many of our political leaders respond uh, to these things. Uh, President Biden saying we need to ban ghost guns. I don't know that any ghost guns were used, uh, requiring uh, background checks and such for all gun sales. So, uh, what uh, what we're going to um, what we're going to be looking at is uh, another season of blaming the deaths on the tools themselves. And uh, as we think about that, what, what, what about the times that cars, remember that during Christmas time, cars that were, uh, were being used to uh, run down people at a Christmas parade, uh, explosives, etc. So again, I, I'm, I'm heartbroken that the politicians just don't step up to the plate and let's talk about it uh, for what it is. I'm going to take your calls uh, very quickly here before we go to basketball. Uh, let's uh, let's go to the phones, 209-551-3483. Mike from Manteca, what are your thoughts about this incident yesterday? Yeah, I've, I've been watching it pretty closely on the news, and uh, I, I started looking up statistics on guns because, of course, the, one of the very first things that happened was as soon as the politicians got in front of the uh, cameras, they started talking about gun control and we need to prevent, uh, you know, like, uh, uh, you know, uh, assault rifles and all the other stuff that you hear about. So I started looking up some statistics and a lot of people may not know this, but the majority of gun deaths in the United States are by suicide. And, And in some areas it's, it's higher than even 60%. And then, the other stat is that the, another uh, big percentage of the gun deaths in the United States are like crimes of passion. People who mm. live together that get in arguments and then a gun is pulled out. And in 
in the case of the Sacramento shooting, it really is a, you know, percentage wise kind of a low statistic that people are gunned down in that manner, that usually gun deaths and murder around the United States are, are majority suicide or crimes of passion. So, you know, it's uh, like you were saying uh, about the people problem, uh, you know, we, we need to take a good look at suicide and why the suicide rates have increased and people are using guns as an easy way to take themselves out. It's, it's sad, really. Absolutely. Mike, good research there. Thank you so much. Appreciate that, Mike, pointing out that uh, really the what and, and politicians will say, well, we have an epidemic of this. No, no it's not an epidemic. As he pointed out, uh, this type of incident really has a fairly low percentage uh, so, Mike, thanks for your call. Thanks for your research there. Uh, again, at 3.30, we're going to go to men's basketball. So let's fit in another call or two, if we can, 209-551-3483. Nick from Modesto, your thoughts about what happened over the weekend? Yeah, I agree with you. It's a people uh, violence, and uh, the gun is just uh, the tool that they used. But you said we need to we need to ban their behavior. And my question is to you, how do you ban behavior? Yeah, good, good point. And, and you can't ban the, you can provide deterrence. You know, we can provide deterrence in terms of the laws and enforcing the sentences, but you make a very valid point, uh, Nick. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. This guy was, uh, um, had a warrant for his arrest and yet he was in possession of a stolen gun. I think you need to start somewhere near that to get criminals, uh, weapons out of their hands, um, guns, knives, whatever. You need, to, you need to get weapons out of these type of people's hands. And that's all I got to say. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Nick, thanks for your call. Really appreciate that. Uh, Nick, Nick, and, and uh, I, you, you do have a point. Yes, uh, that rolled easily off my tongue to ban their behavior, but really you can't ban it. You can provide uh, deterrence, uh, certainly. And it really comes back to, I think, uh, the family unit and instilling a healthy worldview that values life, not violence. And again, I, I come back to the DAs around this state enforcing the laws and enforcing the sentences attached to those laws. And we've seen DAs like Gascon and, and Bode, uh, in L.A. And, and Bodine in San Francisco and, and such, where we're, we're, we're getting really soft on that. Deterrents are important, but I believe coming back to the root cause, it really comes back to having strong families with strong worldviews that hold life dear, that put value not only on your life, but on your neighbor's life as well. And that the world does not the world does not rotate around you and me. The world revolves around, I believe, God, and the rest of us need to abide by the way he set up his economy for the world so that we can live uh, well together and that we can live in peace with each other. Will we always have peace? No. 
We won't always have peace. We know that. However, uh, we can live in a better climate if we have strong families that build strong neighborhoods, that build strong cities and counties and states and nations. But uh, the bent today is towards decimating, if at all possible, the family unit. And uh, I believe this is uh, one of the root causes of the violence uh, that we're seeing. Again, uh, coming up in just a few moments, it'll be NCAA men's basketball and uh, North Carolina, number eight versus number one, Kansas. Westwood one will have the call. I will look forward to seeing you tomorrow at three o'clock here on the Mike Douglas show on Power Talk 1360 KFIV.